welcome back to And Then We Fought a Dragon. And Then We Fought a Dragon. Uh, we're back. Yay. Um, excuse the background. <laughs> I'm not at a lake house, but <laughs> I am not in my usual residence. Shocking. So, pardon? I thought you loved deck decor. That's shocking, you know? <laughs> For those who are just listening to the audio, Des has some... Lovely, like, d- carved duck statuette things. I think they're, like, they're hair- I, their legs are too long for yeah, ducks. Yeah, they're not ducks. The there's some of them. Yeah. Water birds. Yeah. Um, yes, they're gorgeous. Um, and we'll just ignore them from now on. Okay, yeah. so, <laughs> we're back. Um, little hiatus was taken. Uh, I will give a small update. It was my fault. And fault. Well, it was because of my side of life, my whatever. Um, I deal with some chronic illnesses and have for a while. Every couple years, they like to get a little bit of extra attention. And that just happened. I never get any warning. Just, you know, end up needing some help. Um, and so that's why I had to take some time away, hang out in the hospital for a bit. Uh, yeah, but we're back. Um, I do need to start treatment. Uh, so if there's any pauses or breaks, that's why, but hopefully that doesn't happen and things go well. But don't worry, everyone. I'm not forcing her to do this. We're making sure that she definitely feels up to doing this yes. before she does it. I, I need a little bit of normalcy and happy times and, yeah, just hanging out and feeling well. So I'm excited to be back. Um, we are on episode nine. Yeah. We had a little scramble to figure out where we were at because it had been so long had some notes issues yeah and uh we almost started off on two different episodes which would have been a little little confusing or two different sessions rather yeah would have been very confusing we were not aligned um but i will do a brief recap recap of what i last remember then rebecca will Give me all the info, the lowdown. Two down, sessions. Yeah. yeah. Everything that happened, and then we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, one thing that was affected, just minorly, well, a lot of things were, but one thing that I'll make a statement about um, was my memory. Uh, so if I don't remember something or need, like, from some refreshers or just, like, literally kind of zone out, that's why All but fair. we're working on it <laughs> understandable yeah yeah um, but yeah so glad to be back and yep. excited to jump into it so the last time we were talking about everything mm-hmm. um you were in the game still yep and it was really bad timing because Every session, you're like, okay, we're going to finish the games. Let me yeah. finish. And I was so excited. Like yeah. I said, I didn't expect to be away. And so I was, like, really excited. And <laughs> just have, I was just sitting and waiting to get back to the Cliffhanger. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, you're in the game still. You did the speedrunner room. Yep. It was like a mud run. 
And then um, you got third place in that. Lots of fun, happy times. Yeah. You're going to be playing a different game that's like whack a fan. Yep. Um, you did the disc golf type of. Well, not that wasn't part of the competition, but that was your. Um, that was kind of like the explanation, or see, I'm still wibbly on my notes, man. I think yeah. Well, the thing is, the way we both take notes, it's really it works for weekly updates. It's not. Yeah. It's not great for these breaks because they don't make sense. I literally have no. a grouping of letters here that I truly can't interpret. But <laughs> I don't think it matters that much. I remember <laughs> one of the last things I said was like, your plan is not going to work. And then it worked. And I was yeah. like proud of you guys because I was so certain you weren't going to make it. But you did. So I think, yeah, that's kind of where we're at. Oh, yeah. Okay. That was Quinn's like discus with the wands and the pebbles. That part did happen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's at least that's what I remember. And yeah. then, and yeah, I heard doubts about it, but it was very successful. The <laughs> <laughs> one thing, too, that I noticed is if I'll have to do better at taking end notes at the end every time oh, I take yeah. notes and then the end just peters off so I don't even have a reference point so of like, into oh. it well yeah I do and also I, I never know when it's going to end right I'm yeah. like well, it's over and so I'm like I don't what so I think we both know where we're at and yeah. we'll figure it out along the way I just we'll, we'll make it work looking forward to finding out what happens next yeah so we got two sessions to catch up on today. And just a heads up for listeners, we are putting ourselves on a lag with sessions. This is mostly a heads up for people in the party because they're the only ones that will know where we behind. <laughs> but just to give us some more time for recording now that I have a job and we have stuff going on, we don't want to pressure ourselves to have to do it on a specific day. But yeah, the flexibility there. So we will not be doing what my party mates will know as being this week's session that will come next week but uh we've got two to catch up on so things changed so quickly it's really funny to think a month ago you weren't working and yeah well I was working but I'd like just right you were like a a week a weekend yeah right so I'm still working there by the way it's been like a month and a half now got some paychecks it's great (laughs) that's what matters most right (laughs) yeah do you have anything to update on sorry I was like so no, that's, yours on. is definitely the most significant. I mean, I'm still working my job. Both my cats are in cones now instead of one of them. So <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> got, got some illnesses going. Yeah. I don't That'll know what to okay. do with these ducks. I'm sorry. You look like you have like a, a duck stabbing you in the head. <laughs> I'll try not to be distracted. Okay. <laughs> okay. But the cats Let's are get getting better. It. You're working. Yeah. I'm hopefully going to be better and yes. we're just going to focus on the campaign. Okay. <laughs> Time for whack a fan Yay! So we are midway through the games in the final push now. And um, as this is kind of a continuation of the discus bit that we kind of did. And um, I think it was the discus bit that's a continuation. Again, things are fuzzy. We're just going with it. And in front of us, there's kind of like a cavern area or not a cavern, but like a, a low valley area with like 
wooden disc platforms hovering across like giant stepping stone kind of things across this this void ahead of us and on the other side of them is a wooden platform with another cluster of fans waiting for their whacking um their high five we're not abusing fans and at the beside that platform seems to be an entrance to like a magical tunnel of -hmm. some kind and so we're all given a i believe it was a little grasshopper that kind of just crumbles to powder in our hand and casts the jump spell on us, which allows us to jump really, really far. So everybody- I feel like I heard this. Did you? Was it in the information session? Yes. Or did I hear you do it? Oh, no, no, no. At the end of last session is when we got the grasshopper. Okay. So we didn't actually do it. Okay. You just didn't write that in your end notes because who needs notes at the end? Yeah, so we have the grasshopper, we have the jump spell on us, which allows us to jump really far and will help us get from platform to platform. And we, as a party, kind of noticed that all the other players are sort of clustering over on the far left where we're hearing whispers that there seems to be a shortcut across these platforms. There's like 20 platforms across. And it looks like one of the platforms, about three deep, has a bit of a glowing red spot on it that uh, will shortcut further up closer to the end because that's what a shortcut does. <laughs> and uh, if we go straight through, obviously there'll be less pushing and shoving potentially because people are trying to go for the shortcut, but it will take longer to get there. So you have to weigh your options about what seems the wisest move. And so we have a few minutes to, to strategize and then this buzzer goes and it's time to go. And Selwyn is kind of whispering to Kirian at this point. And as the go sounds, he casts thaumaturgy on her, which um, projects her voice really, really loud and far. And she runs to the right side away from the cluster of players and is just kind of shouting, look at me, everybody, and casts incite greed on them while she holds up a platinum coin that she has hold on yes okay when was there a time where you weren't allowed to use magic or is that just what i thought in my brain and you didn't actually say that ever i think we're we were able to do magic there was a bit of a debate in the beginning about like what we would be allowed to use and what we weren't in terms of okay. armor, but the decision was because magic users could use magic, we would let fighters use armor. So magic, from what I recall, seems to have been fair game. Again, okay. everything's a bit dusty that far back. Okay, sounds good. So <laughs> but magic is okay right now. You're casting spells. <laughs> yes, so she casts Incite Greed, and about maybe half of the 40-something people over there kind of turn over. And then about half of those fail the spell and are now drawn towards her with this greed for the platinum piece that she has. But they can't attack her. They're just like mindlessly following her, essentially. So that's taken out about a quarter of the competition, which is handy. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, um, Quinn, Ava, and I all start jumping across the main bit. We decide not to use the shortcut because we don't want to get shoved. Pushing and shoving is fair game in this game. And if you get shoved into the void, you'll start back at the beginning again and just keep having to go back 
and back. So that would be frustrating. Mm -hmm. And uh, Ava and I make our jumps and Quinn is shoved into the void, unfortunately, and starts back at the beginning. I mean, she hadn't made her first jump yet, so that's not too disappointing. But Kyrian decides to try the shortcut with the crush of people. And uh, he does have some shoves, but he manages to land onto the platform. And we had eight jumps that we had to get across to okay. get to the far platform. And so I'm going to try to go through them fairly quickly because we were rolling for all these jumps yeah. to, to see if we were being shoved off by other players and stuff like that. Did so, you have um, a time limit? I don't think this one had a time limit, but the DM was also rolling for the other players. So it was still like a race situation okay. to see if we beat them or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we, we get to, we've all done our first jump at this point, whether successfully or not. But now Selwyn is kind of protected by what we called her meat wall of her charmed followers. Because they're all following behind her, which means no one can get past her to shove her. So she can take her time and they will just slowly follow her across. So they'll finish at the same time as her, but she's also not being shoved into the void. So yeah. Pros and cons with that Definitely. one. Um, I jump to the next platform and like almost was pushed off, but manages to hold on. Quinn attempted her first jump again and was pulled into the void again, but managed to pull another player into the void with her. So some poetic justice there. And at this point, Ava decided she was going to try casting Tidal Wave at the shortcut players, which did include Kyrian, and try and shove them off the platforms into the void to prevent them from accessing the shortcut and giving us a bit of an advantage. And about half of them did fall off. Kyrian managed to hold on, though, so that... Oh, lucky Yeah. He's he's nothing if not lucky, really. Uh, He made his jump... And then we were all kind of onto the third round. Ava, had, at this point, took pity on Quinn and cast Enhance Ability on her to really help her make those jumps because she was getting shoved around quite a bit. And she did make her first jump, which brought her and Ava to the same platform. And I jumped to my next platform. I am now in the lead of our party. So far, I've been successful in all of them. Selwyn, again, just prancing across with her meat wall. <laughs> <laughs> Kyrian was shoved into the void just before he hit the shortcut platform which was disappointing back to the beginning there um, and not so lucky anymore yeah, no you, you can't win them all you know so we made it to jump four and at this point some of the players in the shortcut are hitting that shortcut platform and as they hit the red spot they're zipping ahead to the platform just one in front of me so okay. they've, they've skipped a chunk there and they're going forward again, I believe, to, like, a second shortcut area. So they're, they're ahead now, which is unfortunate. Um, but Quinn makes a jump and also manages to shove another player into the void. We're, we're being aggressive here, you know. Um, I once again jumped, almost fell, but did manage to save myself. You're, in, I think, the luckiest one, right, so I far? I was doing pretty good so far, <laughs> so that's good. Just balancing really carefully. Um, Ava cast shield on herself to, like, absorb some of the pressure from the shove she was getting so that Ugh. she could hold on a little better, which was pretty clever, and made her next jump as well. Kyrian had to start over to the shortcut, but made his jump because at this point it's 
not as crushed over there. People are moved on. So that's good. Selwyn's, you know, prancing as she does. Uh, Quinn makes another jump, shoves another player. Ava makes her jump. I make my jump. Kyrian makes his jump. Selwyn makes his jump. That was a good round. Jump five was was solid. Everyone's doing okay. Jump six, Quinn and Ava both made a jump together. They're now on the same platform, like tag team tag teaming team tagging it and so they're like jumping across and shoving other players out of their way mid jump again i almost fell but saved myself my balance is really saving me here kaylin has really good dexterity and uh dexterity saves were what you needed to not get shoved off a platform yeah so i wasn't necessarily i'm not necessarily super strong in terms of like shoving other people back Mm -hmm. but i can catch myself so I'm on six out of eight at this point. So you're without, ahead of everyone. I'm ahead of everyone in our party. Yeah. Yeah. So at this point, I'm like, oh, God, I haven't fallen yet. What if I fall? What if I fall? Yeah, because, oh, goodness. Okay, keep going. Keep yep. going. Uh, Kyrian and Selwyn both make their jumps going forward. At this point, Kyrian hits the shortcut and jumps ahead. So I think he was one behind me then at that point. Jump seven, again, we all make our jumps moving forward. Jump eight is my last one. And I made it across, which was very exciting. And I saw the Faye girl who was the one who had popped into our dressing room and kind of given us a a heads up on what some of these activities would be and was wearing like a jersey decked out to look like Bones boys. So I high-fived her, which was great. And I was the first one of our party across. Yay. Yeah. Bravo. Bravo. It was very satisfying. I was so worried I would fall on the eighth jump, which would have been so disappointing. <laughs> the, like, tension. Uh. Yeah. Rules. Uh, and then Kyrian hit the second shortcut at that point, which Misty steps him up. I think he had, like, one more jump after that. Ava, uh, I've written Aylwin in my notes. That was supposed to be Selwyn. <laughs> Selwyn, Ava, and Quinn all make their jumps. And uh, then they get to the final jump for Selwyn, who lands just ahead of her groupies. So she's higher than them on the platform for the the race times, which is good. High fives a fan. Uh, Kyrian makes it across. Quinn and Ava make it across. Or Quinn makes it across, rather. Ava almost does and stumbles and is, like, slipping off the final platform. And as a team, we, like, all reached forward and grabbed her. And pulled her up, which was allowed. It wasn't interference. And so everyone had made it across for that one, which was good. So two Stressful. out of three rounds for that part done. And now magic tunnel time. Because okay. you remember there was a Secret magic tunnel. tunnel. Yeah. Secret That's like tunnel. definitely not the first time we've sung that in this. No. It's important to have a good secret tunnel song whenever it's possible. For yeah. <laughs> So at this point, the jump spell fades from us as the game mages walk around casting spectral wings on all of And now we all have wings. (laughs) Do you know how long I've been waiting for winged things? Not creepy lion winged things. I don't know what... what The manticore? Is that from this campaign or the other one? The Manticore was this campaign. Okay, but the other winged things from the other campaign at the very beginning that scream, also not a fan. Oh, the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, harpies? Har- yes, the harpies. So, so far, very disappointed in the winged creatures in both campaigns. We have wings now. Now we you guys are not wings, disappointed. So. This is, these are my wings. <laughs> <laughs> so far, they're my favorite. 
wing <laughs> experience. Yeah. It, it was a pretty cool experience because our goal was now to fly through this tunnel, which has like trees and formations growing out of it at all angles. So you're kind of like navigating your way through it. Like, you know this? When you picture a tunnel and it's got all the swirls going through it and it's kind of like a like an optical illusion almost yeah like a hip yeah. hypno hypnosis yeah kind of like that so okay. this is a tunnel with like trees and buildings and various things all growing out of it all the way all the way down and it's all in in chunks so the first chunk is a forest mm-hmm. with trees growing out and vines and bushes and whatnot so you have to navigate your way through those as you're flying through it like the incredibles yeah Totally. When they're running through the forest. Yeah, except like full 360. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Ava flew into a tree. Uh, okay. So she got stuck in that section because <laughs> you have to keep going through. The rest of us did make it through. We got to the second section, which was like this fiery hellscape. It was like lava spurts and had to fly through that. And uh, Quinn stumbled and got stuck in that section. Ava tried to get out of the forest section, got stuck again. Still stuck in the forest section. But the rest of us made it through okay. to the third, which is a cityscape. So, like, skyscrapers and buildings and stuff like that. Like Inception. Through those. Yeah. Or Doctor yeah. Strange. Yep. Like Inception or Doctor Strange. Totally. Um, so, when Kirin and I made it through, we're super good with wings. Excellent. And uh, Ava, you, fine. What? Can you, get, can you get things, like, while you're campaigning that just are like i have these now like could you get wings wings because i know like because you are specific like yeah thing Mm -hmm. i think certain spells would allow you to cast temporary wings that's not um and certain features probably would give you temporary wings the only situation i can think of is like nathaniel's wings in campaign two which i think is to do with him being a warlock possibly spoilers didn't know nathaniel had wings yeah you do whenever he throws out his wings and like sucks someone's soul that's happened like that happened literally in the first episode i didn't know there was wings involved oh yeah he has like bony wings that come out okay well we're gonna have to get back to that in the other campaign okay definitely (laughs) did not know that what the yeah he's also disappointing wing situation i guess Wow, we're really going to have to have a conversation. Anyways, well, I guess no one's having their fairy barbie yeah. fairy topia moment. No. no. Well, I mean, Selwyn, Kirian, and I are flying pretty well. We're having a grand old time. I don't think you have ever watched Oh, barbie like you become permanent wings. Yeah, become a permanent fairy. No. I I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> but, Sucks um, to suck, I guess. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> Next time I'll choose a winged creature to be. <laughs> Okay, continue. So you are in the cityscape. Yes, we have made. We three have made it through the cityscape. Okay. Ava, who's been stuck in the forest the last little while, finally makes it through to the hellscape. Mm-hmm. And uh, at this point, Quinn just like picks her up like a footballer and flies into the cityscape, holding Ava, so that they both move forward together. They're really a dynamic duo. They're, They're constantly like, okay, yeah. let's let's do Thank this you. together. Yeah. <laughs> And the fourth section is a cold tundra. So I'm like here during the winter. Um, Don't need to even try to imagine anything else. Literally, we live it for six months. Six months a year. 
<laughs> I uh, flew into an ice stalactite at this point. One can only fly so high before having some issues. So I got stuck in that one. So at least it. at least it was you. You're familiar. How many times yeah. literally have you just like, I don't know, going skating, flown into a chunk of something? And, well, many. Many. I mean, I don't know that Kaylin has, but I, I can empathize yes. with the experience. <laughs> and Ava and Quinn now caught up as well into the icy tundra. So the three of us are stuck there. Selwyn and Kirian have made it through into the fifth section, which is a jungle, similar to the forest, but obviously more more vininess and humid for change. I don't know. Humid, yeah. <laughs> and um suddenly it's sweaty. Yeah flying all sweaty at least there's some some wind to cool you down you know so i managed to get out into the jungle quinn gets into the jungle ava's stuck in the tundra but she's like guys just go ahead and get good times to finish i will i will finish when i finish and selwyn and kirian made it through to the finish they are within the top 10 finishers out of everybody that's competing so there's just five sections sorry i lied <laughs> hold on okay i missed that repeat yourself there was just five sections i think i said six earlier okay but there's there just five so <laughs> ava got stuck in tundra for another round i got stuck in the dungle for another round quinn made it out though so that was good and then finally i made it out and ava got to the jungle and ava got it out and then we were all finished and we were teleported back to the main stadium <laughs> which is very exciting and there's a scoreboard update mm-hmm, for, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. overall standings. Because there's only one more game left yeah. at this point. So last time, as you said, we were in third place. The numbers roll, 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 roll. And now we're in second place. Which is exciting. Better than third. Better than third. Third's and the worst. who was in first before, is still in first place. They're the ones who had, like, I think they were rock people or something i don't know if they were earth genasi or what but they had like the little gnome with them oh. that they were all circling and protecting oh i made lots of jokes about yeah. that yeah what, what, did, what did i call it i can't remember Doesn't i don't matter. remember but they're they're first i don't remember if he was a gnome or a goblin honestly i really liked that joke why can't i remember oh right <laughs> anyways continue <laughs> and uh the playboys are arch nemeses who attempted to butcher us in uh the fight box are still in fifth position so (laughs) not doing too great no (laughs) and now it's time for the final game which is where we are split into two teams and each do a a a particular task right this is the like high pressure because you're not equally um Yeah, we were a little worried because most of the teams are six, right? And we're five. So we were going to be an uneven split. Because we did ask if one of us could be in both things. But they said, no, we had to do one team of three and one team of two. And you were trying to figure out how to split it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what we landed on was there's target practice and the wyvern riding. Um, We decided Kyrian, Selwyn, and I would do target practice. Because Selwyn's actually proficient in the longbow which is convenient and Kieran throws knives all the time so he's pretty good at targets that he does Ava and Quinn would tag team the wyvern riding because Quinn's the muscle and Ava's the talking animals so that seemed like it had the potential to go well so this part went through pretty quickly in in gameplay 
um, the three of us who were doing target practice were teleported into a large dome with some lush nature and there's booths kind of around the edges for each team's group to set in. And it's essentially like skeet shooting where they're, they're shooting out clay things that were just target practice shooting. And there's 20 targets per round that we're all competing to hit. And Selwyn cast Bless on the three of us to give us some, some extra boost on our attacks. And over the three rounds, as a team, we got 14 hits, which was, like, pretty much perfect. I think the max we could have got was, like, 16 or 17 or something. Like, we, we nailed almost everything. 17. What an odd number. I, I'm kind of pulling those numbers out of my butt. I just know that we did pretty good. <laughs> Everyone, you have to fit, fit hit 17 for whatever reason. <laughs> because Rebecca said so. <laughs> anyway, we were pretty much perfect, okay? Uh, and we were the but second team. But not 17. Team. No, not 17. <laughs> we were the second team out of all the teams for this. And the first team was like a team of literally all archers. And they had done crappy in all the other games. But this... This was their game. So we were like, that's okay. They can have it. They, yeah. they need a win. We'll take second on this one. So that was okay. And uh, then we got to go watch some wyvern riding. I don't know what that is. What is it? The wyvern is kind of like a small dragony type creature. So when we oh. saw the Feywild portal and there was the little baby dragons right. like way long ago, and their mom came, they were all wyverns. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I know what that is. So yeah. And so there was a bunch of wyverns all kind of corralled together. They didn't seem thrilled to be there. And the players were all given lengths of rope to kind of lasso one and have to ride it for a set amount of time. So bow riding, but yes, dragons. 100%. Yeah. I'm picturing like the fat, chunky dragon. I know that they don't look like that, but (laughs) the fat, chunky dragon from How to Train Your Dragon. Nice. Yeah, the one that Snotlout rides. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm exposing myself. I'm so embarrassed. We know that How to Train Your Dragon is your favorite series <laughs> of all series, which is completely fair. Um, but like, Wyverns are kind of like the opposite of that dragon. In yeah. Way, basically, small well, and long. <laughs> good thing we all have our own imaginations. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I'll try to stick to book. <laughs> So the wyverns were released from their corral into the field where the players were. And Ava and Kyrian decide to head for a particular wyvern that Ava has pointed out. I'm telling this part of the story as a spectator, not as a participant. So certain parts that uh, they're doing specifically, I wasn't there for. So I don't know how they picked it, but they picked a wyvern. And Ava seems to be speaking to it, which is completely expected Ava loves speaking to animals it's kind of her thing and uh it kind of like yells in her face a little bit sorry if you can hear my cat crying outside no big deal (laughs) he's fine (laughs) I was gonna say sound effects (laughs) yep he's fine moving on (laughs) so the wyvern kind of seems to yell in her face a little bit but also isn't being super aggressive unlike Flynn on the other side of the door (laughs) And they seem to be 
kind of having a conversation and having some back and forth. The Playboys, meanwhile, are like literally like a cartoon, like running back and forth, chasing a wyvern with their lasso, <laughs> not doing very well. This is not their game. And we love it for them. We love that. And Ava seems to convince the wyvern to let Quinn ride it. So Quinn climbs on and it seems to like instinctually buck her off, but then almost seems a little apologetic about that. And Quinn climbs back on again and manages to ride it for the required amount of time. And then she gets off and the wyvern scampers away and they're done. And everyone else kind of eventually finishes up, rides their wyverns or gives up on riding their wyverns. And we're all brought back to the main stadium field. And it is now the final countdown and tallying of scores. That was fast. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That part went pretty quickly, which was was exciting. And the, the tallies start going from the bottom of the board, updating, updating. And we watch and we write and we see our number adjusting. And we pass G-Force and we win! Yay! Okay. I am very proud of you. I am celebrating alongside yeah. I think that was rigged. How did it you wasn't. guys win? Our DM said, I have it I have it in these notes. I didn't write it in my official notes because I didn't want to. Um, but she said, like, what kind of chance we had of winning, basically. Where did I write it? The chance of us losing was low, but the possibility of not winning was solid. So, like, we weren't going to lose entirely. Okay. But the chances of us getting first place... It was still a competition, so we would probably have landed. I, I'm giving the throw out there like top five, but the fact that we got first is our own achievement. That so. is good. I I didn't mean to just <laughs> totally crush everything. I just needed some reassurance. That's amazing. That really yeah. Really- it was exciting we because were like very good prize, but also hard work. Yeah, like, and like beige and red confetti rained down on the stadium because those are our team colors so amazing it was beautiful just like the 80s raining down <laughs> on the stadium <laughs> and everyone cheered for us because like we were the underdogs yeah we were the material plane group coming out of nowhere whooping everybody winning everything with one less player with one less player like we were pretty sweet, and the Playboys finished fifth. They just they were stuck there. They did not get higher, and we were like making faces at them. How disappointing for them. Super embarrassing for them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the ground started to shake a little bit, and a five-tiered podium rose out of the middle for, the, for some awarding of prizes. So we headed up to the first place spot, and we were gifted, like, um, a chest with like one of those big show checks on it that we like cash later for the actual money. But we like had a giant show check for the 500 gold that we won. And then the top five teams were invited to a winner's celebratory banquet that evening at city hall. Yeah. Very exciting. And uh, we decided to go to that. So that's where we'd ended the first session. I'll move straight into the second session of uh, that, that banquet. Um, that was in the evening, obviously. So we had a bit of a short rest in between. And during that time, I decided to pop back to the magic shop where we had all bought our magic charm bracelets. Mm -hmm. And I got one for my mom with my name on it so I could give it to her and she could contact me whenever she needed. Cause I was like, that honestly seems more useful 
than me being able to contact her. So maybe yeah. I'll get that one. <laughs> and someone bought a new outfit for the banquet just to be like super fay wild and chic. And then we went to the address that we were given um, around City Hall area. And we entered a lobby and headed up an elevator and were greeted by um, an autumn fay elf. They each have seasons assigned to them and kind of their look is very much in the color palette of each season. So she was very autumn toned and she welcomes us to the hub, which is kind of like a classy club, a bar, basically. Um, there's a we would know bar. nothing about what that is. Yeah, I've never been in one like in real life. <laughs> Literally no reference point for anything like that. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, I've seen movies. I've seen movies that had clubs in them. Um, I've read a few books where I'm sure yeah. that was the setting. Yeah, 100%. This had like, you know, the dance floor. That's a staple. Um, a bar. <laughs> a lot of them have a bar. I've been to a graduation. So I, yes. think, I, I think I know what it Mine is. Mine is in a hotel though. So it's not like a, cl- a full club atmosphere. But you know. I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> I feel like most of them would be in hotel type places. Like, you need a reception room. You're not going to straight up have your grad party in a bar, right? Right? Anything fancy, I don't know. Yeah. We're, we're not, not fancy kids. Not even fancy. Anything adult. Yeah. Hip and cool. I mean, I know we look like the epitome of hip and cool, especially with those ducks behind us. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, no, I haven't missed out on life experiences. And then you reference something so basic and I'm like, no clue. But like, I don't really feel like I'm missing out. It's like the whole idea of if you've never experienced it, you can't miss it. I don't miss it. I'm okay. Uh, That statement is so incorrect, but okay. It applies to some things and it applies to this thing. Okay. Yes, I agree. I agree. Anywho, my character, who's now cooler than me, goes into this club, um, dance floor, bar, waiters with appetizers on trays and dim lighting. You know, it's a classy place. It's not like young kids going to get drunk up in, in the, on a school night or something. And <laughs> We'd also know a lot about that. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't like alcohol. Um, anyway, <laughs> we're announced as we enter as a party, uh, as the winners of the games. I'm you know, welcomed with applause. Yes. My fair lady, that. There we go. Have a reference point. <laughs> I feel like it's not quite as formal as my fair lady. It's not the, like ballroom. <laughs> the scene it's in Princess Diaries. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, continue. We've literally never been in a club. <laughs> and I can't even say I've like watched movies like that because I don't care. I don't, it's not interesting. Both my parents are pastors, okay? Both of them. This is just my life. I'm an oldest child who <laughs> helped raise my siblings. I have no other reasoning. Yeah. Other, uh, other than being extremely socially awkward. I forgot that one. All right, that's the act. They say alcohol helps with that. We should have tried that by now. You'd think. No, that's scary. (laughs) Exactly. Too scary to drink alcohol. Anyway, we're welcomed. We are the winners. Yay, welcome to the club. Ava is not 
super thrilled we've gone to the party instead of just going straight home. But she's here and she'll deal. And she settles into the booth to just like watch our stuff while we <laughs> experience this bar. She called herself a guard dog. She's just going to sit here with our stuff. And um, Kirian asks whether he can steal here. Oh. And the party is like, eh, we're kind of split. Some people are like, sure, whatever. Some people are like, I mean, we kind of want these people to like us, so they let us leave. And with the contract we got him to sign, if there's a split, he gets to decide as long as he's wearing a silly hat. So we all know what decision he made. Silly hat goes on. And uh, he's going to go vibe around the room. Selwyn gives him blessing of the tricksters so that he doesn't get caught. That was her oh. stipulation. You can do it as long as you don't get caught. I mean, if that's the case, why ever stop him? Because we're trying to be good people, I guess. I don't know what that means. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, he headed up to the bar to, to scout out some, uh, some people to try and steal from. And someone headed out to the dance floor. She's ready to, to boogie at the Feywild Club. I'm sure boogie is the word she would use to describe it. <laughs> and I, Kaylin, I settled in with Ava a bit just to kind of get the vibes of the club. Kaylin's taking Figure on Figure out what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. yeah Kaylin's a country girl, honestly. I don't think she's really been in a club before. So I felt it was appropriate for me to just sit back, vibe, check, see what's going on. <laughs> seemed appropriate and as I'm looking around you know across the room I see this tall skinny uh fey elf guy in a corner you know gesturing gesturing animatedly um to a captive audience that's around him just lapping it up uh there's a group of five like fancy suited old men holding drinks just kind of surveying the room and two of them are standing either side of one that is seated um I don't know if they're like the mob or but anyway the bouncer is a big old earth genasi with like white and black marbled skin and two very drunk guys are over at the bar chatting with two kind of amused girls who definitely know these guys are very very drunk and uh, there's a guy on the dance floor who's kind of flirting with Selwyn and, and they start dancing a bit together having a good time and Kyrian notes these drunk guys at the bar where he is and decides you know he's gonna try and pickpocket these drunk guys and so I was just kind of scanning I'm not like fully paying attention to Kyrian's pickpocketing antics I don't want to be guilty if he gets caught you know and probably after pickpocketing some stuff he comes back to the table wearing pink tinted glasses now no big deal who knows where he got those and him and Quinn and Kaylin and Kaylin is me not Kaylin and I, um, <laughs> Quinn and I all go up to go get drinks because that's what one does at a club, at a bar. Apparently. So we learned that our drinks are on the house tonight because we're the winners. So may as well have that experience while we're here. And we talked to the bartender. He's going to mix us up some fun drinks. And some of his, similar to how Brayley does in Corintha, have some, some magical abilities mm-hmm. into them, which is kind of fun. And Kyrian gets a bright blue shot that he downs and his eyes turn the same color as the shot was. They're now glowing bright blue. And Quinn gets a tall glass with white shimmering liquid swirling down into black at the bottom with like a gold powder around the top. And I get a similar one 
that's white shimmering down into orange with gold powder around the top. So very aesthetically pleasing. And we decided to kind of nurse these. They're, they don't seem like shot type drinks where you down them. But as we're drinking them, we feel like we're getting smarter somehow. And by the time we're done our drinks, our intelligence stat has gone up to max temporarily and is now 20 for the rest of the evening. So we are super smart, just just for kicks and YOLO swag. That's okay. I haven't what said that in a long time. As soon as I said it, I regret it. <laughs> Literally, it's probably been 10 years. Oh my gosh. It Anyways. just came out. I was like, oh. Fast forward. Um... <laughs> I don't even know what I was going to say. It doesn't matter. We got really smart. And yep. then I said a not smart thing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Selwyn also had a drink out on the dance floor where she was dancing with, you know, dancer dude. And actually drinking it. <laughs> I'm really club savvy here. As she's drinking it, it makes her grow like a foot. And oh. she's already super tall. So now she's like 6'10". She's for had the her, rest of the evening. Her Alice in Wonderland moment. Yeah. yeah. And this guy she's dancing with, like, notices it and is like, oh, okay. And just, like, keeps dancing with her. They're, they're vibing. They're having a good time. And Quinn and Kirin and I decided to check out this skinny guy in the corner who had the crowd. They were all just, like, really listening to what he had to say. Like, What's he saying? So we walk closer. He's got, like, Bright, transparent white skin, long, frosty white hair, little pince-nez glasses, and he's talking with a French accent, and his name is Philippe, and he's talking about how his ideas come to him and his muses, and now that, you know, Quinn and I are super smart, an insight check kind of tells us he's totally full of it. <laughs> And the crowd is just, like, worshipping at his feet, basically. But he's just, like... A con man? Maybe not exactly a con man, but, like, not worth the hype kind of thing. He's he's more of a personality than perhaps his, his actions have earned him to be. And as he notices us approach, he's really excited and, like, enthused to see us. And apparently he's going to be sketching our likenesses for the winner's trophy later that evening so he's really excited about that and you know he has a friend in the material plane but he's never been himself and he's just chatting back and forth with us and all the crowd wants to meet us and chat with us because we're the celebrities of the evening which is a little bit awkward for some of us but apparently we've qualified for the national games in six months and uh, this was just the regional games. So everyone's like, oh, are you going to participate in the nationals? And we're like, I don't know, this is the first we're hearing about this. So that's just like an interesting thing to tuck away. Yeah. Kirian starts making silly hats for someone in the crowd who's like clearly not thrilled about it, but is being polite because this is, you know, someone from the material plane who's the winner and they're trying to be nice to them. But... As we, we move away from the crowd who are all hounding us, Ava, Kirian, and Selwyn go get more drinks at the bar. And Ava comes back carrying Kirian, like, bridal style. And Kirian's, like, super drunk and seems to think the floor is lava. So that's great. And then in that moment, 
Philippe comes up and is like, now you will pose for your portraits. Sorry, in a French accent. Now you will pose for my sketch. That was a terrible French accent. Um, and his apprentice, Morag, is also doing some sketching kind of to the side with him. And uh, the apprentice is actually a much better sketch artist than Philippe himself is. He's, he's doing pretty good. But Kirian's getting belligerent at this point. He's really drunk. He's trying to convince someone on the dance floor to go buy him a drink because then he won't have to go walk on the lava that's on the floor and manages to convince this person to buy him a drink by giving him like 10 gold. So that's pretty dang pricey. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, at this point, Selwyn, the, the sketch has broken down a little bit. Philippe's like, oh, I'll finish later. Bye. <laughs> and Selwyn tries to urge Kirian onto the dance floor, get some energy out. He's like, I, I can't. The floor is lava. And so she just kind of like waves her fingers around his feet. He's like, now your shoes are protected and you can walk on the lava. And he's like, wow, that's amazing. And he pulls out the white crystal that he had stolen, not stolen, taken from the abandoned temple where we fought the dragons. Oh, yeah. That crystal, Selwyn had really wanted it. And he didn't want to give it to her and wanted to keep it himself. Kind of injured himself trying to attune to it. And so he gives it to her as thanks for making his shoes lava proof. And she did pretty pumped. She wasn't expecting that. So that was a plus. And they go off and dance on the dance floor. And Morag, the apprentice, sits down with us after Philippe leaves, and he and Ava are talking about art. Ava always carries a sketchbook with her, and she's often sketching places we go and things we do. And so they're having a great chat about art and the meaning behind art and how you can't keep art in, like, a museum or for one person it should be for everyone and blah, blah, blah. And uh, he's flipping through his notebook, showing us, like, all these really good sketches. And there's a sketch of an obelisk near the front and Ava sees this and like kind of freaks out a bit and is like gotta go and runs to the bar and is like chugging a drink and Quinn and I are left with him and start like asking him more questions and it becomes clear he designed the obelisk that we encountered on the way to the Blackwell Manor that was like shooting out wild magic and caused Ava to lose her hair and like mm-hmm. turned her eye into a gem and like all sorts of things. He designed this obelisk. And um, so we kind of explained to him like, we've encountered your obelisk and it did some pretty wild stuff and like hurt slash shook Ava pretty bad. And Morag is kind of shocked. Like he designed this obelisk for a client with the disappearing feature where it kind of is there and it disappears and reappears somewhere else and it's supposed to just kind of be a statement about how you can't keep art locked away kind of thing but it wasn't designed to do wild magic or to be harmful or cause damage or anything so he's really surprised to hear about this and um Kyrian comes back realizing you know Ava's upset what's going on starts threatening Morag and Morag's like okay I I think I should leave I'll leave you guys my card and I'm gonna go find my obelisk and try and fix what's going on here so that was a freaking plot twist because we were not expecting to run into that guy unless we like intentionally sought him out and it was someone that Ava was really getting along with and then he was like potentially not bad because obviously it wasn't intentional but like there was some some hard feelings about that yeah Um, but the evening was wrapping up at this point and one of the fancy old men 
came over to us and introduced himself and let us know that there were suites reserved for us in the hotel across the street because it was getting light uh, if we'd like to use them. Oh, and... suites that you sleep in. Yes, <laughs> yes. Hotel suites. <laughs> yeah, there's candy across the street, little children. <laughs> I was like, kind of <laughs> odd to walk across the street to get some like tasty reeds. <laughs> oh, well, okay, continue. <laughs> Let's go across the street. Yeah, he offered us hotel suites um, at the hotel across the street. And we were invited to stay till the next day <laughs> for a press brunch and a chat to some reporters at the press brunch. So we decided to stay and have a good night's rest. Uh, Selwyn got Dance Guy's um, number, quote unquote, because we're in a fantasy world, so cell phones don't exist. But like, you know, a way to contact him. Contact and, information. Yeah, yeah, contact information. And as we were crossing the street... It's email. Ooh, like it's like it's three. Can I have your email? Okay, continue, continue. Bad dates, that movie's so hard. Anyway, um, as we're crossing the street, I'm one of the only ones in our group that's still fairly sober at this point. And out of the corner of my eye, I see like a, a flash of pink. And so I turn and I see a pink-haired fae. And it wasn't anyone I know. But it just seemed kind of weird and out of place. But we went to the hotel and it was fine. And we had our rooms for the night. And the next morning was the press brunch. And so we went downstairs and there's a yummy spread. And there's of sweets? Pancakes. Yep, lots of sweets. <laughs> sweets after our sweets. Uh, we talked with lots of reporters and they're asking us, you know, how long have we been planning to participate in the games? Haha, <laughs> we didn't. Spur of the moment decision. Are we planning to stay for nationals? Not stay, definitely, but like maybe come back? Who's Quinn's discus coach and her strategy of sabotage in the last round? That's new to the game. This reporter didn't seem to like Quinn very much. <laughs> and uh, she was like, oh, no, it's just like a hobby. You know, the tactic was just a moment of inspiration. And they're kind of like mocking her lack of training in discus almost, like a little bitter about how good she was at it. So she just kind of flourishes her sword a little bit quiets them <laughs> shuts them up mm -hmm. Ava's like hungover and tired and just like blank staring at everybody she's not doing very good for the reporter interviews here um Kieran was asked you know where he got all his cool knives Corintha is he sponsored by Corintha yes Kieran is Corintha's champion so according to the Feywild now Kieran is Corintha's champion which don't know if that'll ever come back to be relevant but could be and then it was time for brunch, which was like crepes and fruit and croissants and scrambled eggs and all sorts of yummy fancy food. And as we ate, we chatted and then we decided, you know, we, we should leave now. Let's go to the Department of Transportation and arrange our, our spell to get home. And as we got up to leave, the guy from last night approaches us again to say goodbye and kind of mentions they were hoping we'd stay for a photo shoot this afternoon with Philippe that's gonna have like some promo for next year. And they have like hair and makeup arranged and wardrobe and it won't take that long, like just the afternoon and then we could head back this evening if we want to. And so we kind of think about it and we're like, no, I think we need to go back. The world is potentially on fire. We don't yeah. want to waste any more time. So he's disappointed, but offers us a ride back to the Department of Transportation, which is very nice. And uh, we get dropped off there. And this is where we should be able to get, you know, uh, a plane shift spell home. 
And so we're greeted at the front desk by a fae woman. Selwyn introduces herself, feels a shiver down her spine and realizes, oh, I need to stop giving my name to the fae. <laughs> so that was unfortunate. But this lady um, agrees that we can get a plane shift there and it will just be 50 gold each because we get a group discount. So we have extras from our winnings, which is wonderful. Yeah. And um, it's going to be a little bit of a wait, just like half an hour or whatever. Someone's shifting in currently from the material plane, and then it will be our turn to head back to the material plane. So we're waiting. Kyrian tries to, like, sneak through the door to the shift room just to see who's coming in and sees three fae travelers come back through, comes back down to sit as they exit. And then we go in because it's our turn. And there are three mages in the room who work together to cast the spell. And as they're preparing it, the three travelers come back into the room and drop illusions. And... It's Prisoner 61, now with, like, shoulder-length pink hair. It was, like, practically a buzz cut before, and his wounds have healed, though there's still, like, scars left where they were. With him is a shaggy, blonde-haired man with ragged black wings. There's the wings for you again. And a gray-skinned tiefling with red horns. And one of the masks, Prisoner 61, are these the ones we're looking for? And he just kind of looks at us and nods and he's like, couldn't help it. Can't leave any witnesses. <gasps> and that's where we left off this. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What? We were so shocked. He just what? came out of nowhere. We were like, no, he can't find us here. What was the pink thing that you saw the night before? It was just supposed to be kind of like, this is out of character now, but like nothing significant. It was just a pink haired fae person. But our DM was just going to start scattering in some little hints and reminders just to kind of get us creeped. Like foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah, foreshadowing. Yeah, it wasn't actually him, but it was supposed to kind of bring him to mind a little bit it did it worked that's what i thought yeah what the heck yeah that was those so that was quite the end because we had this big old party episode and then suddenly it's like wow a prisoner 61 is here everything was going well i know we were gonna go back we we're gonna fight but then he brought the fight to us and we were a little shocked and you're like not you're like not in your place yeah we're in like I guess a neutral space at least Mm -hmm. we're not in his turf either but yeah we're not in our chosen fight space oh my god yeah we had no time to even attempt to plan because we're so good at planning hmm yep so welcome back to to campaign one I'm stressed. <laughs> and I have a headache. Oh, is that really? Like, no, it's like, it's like one of those, like... An emotional headache? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, my notes, once again, are kind of not great. <laughs> That's fair. This was a lot. I was, I was trying not to make it take too long, but it is going to be a longer episode because it was two sessions. So. Yeah. But it was necessary, right? Yeah. Like, there was some important stuff in this one. We wanted to give the games the finish they deserved, but then yeah. also you need the kind of chill lead up for the shock factor of Prisoner 61. Exactly. Of so, yeah. I feel 
like satisfied like yeah. oh yeah that all makes sense but also like my heart is pitter pattering yeah just wait till technically yesterday's episode next week's episode no nah, that's gonna be hard do you think it's gonna be hard for you to like yes I don't know if we're gonna be able to do this we'll see how it goes because I didn't I feel like I won't knowing that you have like known for so long yeah We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Because we don't have to, like, record late in the week. We just don't exactly. have to necessarily record on Tuesdays, which yeah. will be what helps. So, All right. Well, yeah. we'll figure that out later. But for <laughs> now, I guess, yeah, there's, like, the whole games thing yeah. was intense. But it feels like we kind of covered, I don't even know what to say. Yeah, we chatted kind of during that part. Yeah. So, but it was exciting. It was the well yeah the I just wrote like spells there yep. was spells platform jumping you guys made it secret tunnel secret um, tunnel you got some wings which was very exciting yeah. for me they didn't last which was sad no but, you know for that part of the game was fun yeah. um you got second place yep split why did I write split what happened split Oh, the teams. Were oh, split right, you split. One. Yeah, we literally split. Split. You did. Uh, Annie, get your gun, and yep. then there was also dragon riding. So it was like, it was um like a rodeo, but in yeah. the Feywild, it was a Feywild yeah. rodeo. Yeah, it was, it was great. <laughs> Which is kind of cool. It is. Um. Then, so you won first place, which was a shock for me personally. Um, but still very proud and like you were shocked yeah Yeah. very deserved it was exciting you got invited to a banquet because you were the winners you hung out at this party thing had some all top five teams did get to go to that party yeah well the the playboys were there kind of sulking a little bit it'd be kind of boring if it was just you guys (laughs) yeah a little awkward a little awkward um (laughs) Like the graduation at in Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> That's what I pictured if it was just you guys. Um, yeah, goals. <laughs> you got some really cool drinks. I like when yeah. there's fancy descriptions for the drinks. It's yeah. Cool. I like the imagery. You met uh, the fancy man, Philippe. Yep. I was, when you were doing the accent, the French accent, I was hoping you were not French. Go, I apologize to any French. Speakers. I was hoping you were going to go like Francophone, like our French. <laughs> I don't know that I can do Quebec French very well. Not Quebec, Francophone. Oh. Like, Franco-Manitoban, like. I don't even know what that would be, honestly. It's rough. I it's, can imagine. It's. It's harsh. Yeah. Um, I only I say that because that's my family. Like, yeah, half of right. my family, they're, they're Frank. Anyways, doesn't matter. <laughs> it would have been funny. Because I was picturing like, this fancy man. But if you would have like, gone with French this accent. Yeah, this harsh <laughs> French-Canadian accent. Nice. Um, anyways, so you got invited to the national games. Yeah. Well, we qualified for it. Yeah, you qualified. But that's... You know, potentially for a later time, but yeah. still kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you found out about the obelisk, which was yeah. unnerving. 
Yeah. Ava was like uncomfy. Everyone yeah. was kind of confused by Ava it. Ava basically had a panic attack. She was yeah. like, not okay. Yeah. And so maybe you'll find out more later on, but you don't yeah. really know anything. I hope he finds it and gets it fixed. Because, like, I'm glad to know that wasn't his intention with it. Because he seemed like a, a nice guy. Mm-hmm. But it's doing some not fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's confusing. But it all ties in, right? It's all... Yeah. He'd made it for, like, a rich client who was just going to keep it in their house. And so his, you know, mental image is that it just disappears one day and reappears everywhere. Just, like, little exhibits appearing around the Feywilds kind of thing. I didn't even know if it was supposed to be able to go to the material plane or not. Like, yeah. It was, it's going crazy, apparently. Definitely. Causing literal damage yeah. wherever it goes. Yeah. Then you went to some suites. And did not have some sweets. A candy shop. No, just kidding. (laughs) That was so funny. I don't know why. I was like, why would you? Okay, whatever. Just a little pile of sweets on the sidewalk. Like little rats. One of those like candy buffets like that people have at their weddings. (laughs) Love it. But it's across the street. So you gotta go get it. (laughs) It's reserved for you though. Yeah. You got so you slept and then yep. you had a press brunch in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, got lots of questions, were slightly harassed, but a little bit. It's fine. You guys, you guys are the winners, so it doesn't really yep. matter, right? Exactly. Um, yeah. decided it was time to leave, even though there was some stalling. What would have yeah. happened if you would have gone to the photo shoot? Our DM was just gonna see how long she could keep us in the Feywild. She was just going to keep making stuff up to keep us there. And eventually, Prisoner 61 would have caught up with us anywhere we went. But she was just going to see how long it would take for us to actually, like, say, no, we got to leave. So it would have been, like, fine. But, but like, the, the um, setting of yeah. that meeting would have. I don't know. Who, how would it have affected things? Yeah. Like, if we were all in fancy getup, we wouldn't have had our armor on. And yeah. Stuff. Like, that could have... Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But, you decide it's time to leave, you go, you're getting ready, and then Prisoner 61 shows up with two homies. Two minions. And that's it. That's all for now. Yeah. Shock all around. So, like, like not shocking in the way where you're like, oh, I thought you were dead. But, like, oh, my gosh, you found us. Yeah. How did you find us here? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, stay tuned next time. <laughs> I'm just constantly kept to my toes always excited for what will happen next our dm wants to make sure we come back you know so she's just gotta leave us on a cliffhanger yeah (laughs) what happens if someone's in a campaign and they're just truly all so bored i mean i i guess probably eventually they'd just like break up people would stop coming i would imagine that's so sad yeah like what if you just have a really bad dm Probably, yeah. Things would just peter out. Or someone else would be like, hey, man, why don't, why don't I do a session DMing or something? <laughs> Maybe you want to play a session. See, and, uh, just like a, a, a seat? What's the word for that? 
of usurp. Usurp. <laughs> Just usurp the DM. <laughs> Did you say it the first way? Because you truly probably have never heard that before. I've heard the word usurp. I couldn't quite place what the word was, though. I don't use it very often. So I had to do go through a lot of people little use it very often. <laughs> You can do it if you're in like a medieval world, you know? Lots of usurping <laughs> happening there. Because, you know, those people who live in a medieval world. Um, it's fun, like, d- listening to you talk about the campaigns and especially because you're in two yeah. different ones with different people and all that <laughs> stuff. I'm like, oh, this is fun. You know, maybe one day, like I can get over things. And then we have little discussions about the awkwardness. And I'm like, never mind. Oh my gosh, I'm so uncomfortable. But like everyone's being awkward together. So that makes it fun. No, but like, what if I joined a group and it yeah. just wasn't good? I You can always switch. I literally will almost die because I won't speak up <laughs> literally yeah yep yeah, yep <laughs> you could in just my ghost your experience. party <laughs> I would say in that case like start with one shots like start with yeah. low commitment stuff yeah. until you're confident with the comfortableness before like actually committing to a full-blown campaign because then you don't have to worry about like disappointing people or ghosting people because it's just like a couple sessions or one session even sometimes but then but then mm, my weird attachment issues I'll be like oh no now I'm just I love you all (laughs) well then you keep playing with those people but like different characters and different stories and so there's not like the emotional attachment with the story and with the characters it's just like with the people playing the game so then imagine like watching a one shot with like a group of people who've been like playing for like 30 years I mean I've watched critical role one shots so I can kind of imagine that but they haven't been playing together together for 30 years it's been like a decade almost but like okay 10 years yes that's a long time but like like people who literally like had like children like (laughs) that would be cool like I think it would just feel so I think it'd be so immer- like immersible. Right. Um, like, immersive. Immer- yeah, there we go. See, <laughs> this is what I get for making fun of you. <laughs> we all make mistakes sometimes. <laughs> Everybody makes mistakes. Um, yeah, it would be very... <laughs> How did I not know the word immersive? Oh, um, it would be so immersive. Like, yeah, I would truly feel as if, like, it would be seamless. Right. Just... Because, yeah, you know each other's, like, non-verbal communication and everything. Because even if you're playing a different character, a lot of your non-verbal communication is going to stay the same. Mm -hmm. So you still get that similar rapport, even if you're actually doing proper role play. I feel like it would be hard to actually get into role play doing it if you'd known each other so long, though. Because it's potentially so different from how you know that person that... You'd have to like get over that hurdle before you could really delve into it. But that's true. I guess like I don't know, people like doesn't matter. 
Uh, you yeah. could experiment. You could come do a one shot with my group. You and I have known each other literally two decades, and we'll yeah. find out how it goes. <laughs> Hold on a second. We literally experienced this kind of not really. We played <laughs> games with people as being friends. What happens is those people don't like you. <laughs> they have <laughs> never played role playing games. Just game games. <laughs> I feel like it's worse yeah if it's just two people and not the whole group 100% because then there's too much inside jokes and stuff yeah Yeah. we've literally been kicked out because people hate us well I feel like we inadvertently exclude people sometimes through all of our inside jokes because of how meshed we are after two decades so like yes people don't necessarily enjoy playing with us but also sort of we did this to ourselves a little bit I think I think because it's happened more than once that we have been playing a game and I think truly we both get bored and we don't want to be like "Mm, we're done so we just make it annoying yeah our strategy when we're bored is to be annoying until we're kicked out. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, yes. Since Which, we like, were... honestly is really annoying. Like, I don't I don't feel like they shouldn't have kicked us out. We oh, no. Being annoying. Very deserving. And yeah. It always has been. There's never been a time where we didn't deserve the hatred and the rejection. Hatred's a strong word. Well, but... there was that one time that one person. I think it's also not fair because sometimes, like, here we go, just a long explanation. Not really, but... <laughs> Usually it's with people who at least do know us, but I think there was one time and it was like somebody else who did not know us and they're like, what the heck is going on? (laughs) Because everyone else at least is used to. Yeah. This is just Maggie and Daz. Wow. Does (laughs) times change? I can genuinely say I have not spoken to any of those people in years. I mean, clearly we weren't that tight, so... (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's missing us. <laughs> we still chat, and that's all there is to it. <laughs> yeah. No. It's It was fun, though. Fun times. And in our defense, we weren't always annoying. No. Yeah. No. We were good sometimes. We're very... We're, we're, we are respectful to other people's yeah. enjoyment. We're not, like... Yeah. Trying we're, to ruin things. We're like that nursery rhyme. Like, when she was good, she was very, very good. But when she was bad, she was horrid. Yes. We're that. Yes. Just when sometimes get a little overtired. Yeah. <laughs> Narrow divergence. <laughs> yeah. Also oh, just awkward, dear. right? Yeah. That's, we just don't know what to do with ourselves. Anyways, <laughs> the point is, those were great sessions. D&D. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. And guess what? What? I got a crap ton of dice in the last month. Yes. So we can choose new dice for rolling. This I feel like we're so rarely going to be, like, doubling, like, not oh, no. doubling, but, like, doing the same ones. I'll just give you the new ones for options. So I have this, like, red and gold swirly one. Mm-hmm. I have this kind of green and red swirly one. I like that one. It's pretty. This kind of whitey pink <gasps> swirly I like that one. one. Um, a purple and blue swirly one. Oh, I like that one, too. They're all really pretty. <laughs> <laughs> A kind of purpley, bluey, swirly one. I like that one. Not as much as the other ones, but I like it. <laughs> I feel like the D20 doesn't do this color palette justice, but some of the other dice in this one are super nice because it's different swirls. In yeah. And uh, this one's kind of like teals and gold. Swirl. I like that one too. 
Yeah. So I uh, got preference for today. Um, I think the bluey, purpley one. This one? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it, friends. Have, have you used all of them yet or no? Hey, don't think I've used all of them. I used some of them yesterday, and that was my first time I've used them in-game. So that was exciting. I did get one nat 20. So. <gasps> You'll find out how that was next week. 17. Solid. That's the highest we've gotten. Other than... I'm telling you, these dice are good. That's They're good. good dice. My first roll, I got a nat 20 with the d20s. My second roll of the d20s, I got two 20s. These are good dice. Good dice. I like them. I mean, again, sometimes when they're good, they're very, very good. But when they're bad, they're worried. <laughs> they also get in that ones a lot, too. But <laughs> they get the 20s. Let's just That's focus 17. on the positives. Yeah. 17's pretty good. good. Especially, you know, after uh, absence and everything. Yeah. Back with a bang. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for listening. Yeah. To the tangents, all of that, the updates. Um, hope you enjoyed glad to be back really yeah. excited for what happens next on the edge of my seat <laughs> yep we'll have next one up for this session hopefully next week and we might get a campaign too in the meantime we'll we'll figure out the timing we want to do for that yeah so stay tuned excited for that too because that yep. was a cliffhanger as well mm-hmm. yep all right have a good week Thank you for joining us. Goodbye. Bye.